goes. Here he goes. Hey. Is this light supposed to be on or no? No. Okay. Nah, just it's there for looks. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, oh, sorry. I'm over here filming. Oh, it's a picture? Yes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That's all right. That was good. That was good. It's a video. <laughs> what hey, girl, hey. hey, hey, girl, hey, hey, girl, hey, boudoir sweet, take two, take two, take two. Okay, ready? Hey, Whitney. Uh, you heard that? Yeah. Uh, yes. So when do you when do you just start start talking? Just whenever you want. When I, we do, yes. We're, we're, yeah. we're talking right now. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, we miss right, you, welcome back. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I'm God. not going to tell any of y'all secrets this time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, right. round two. Yes, we're round two. Welcome. How y'all doing? How are you doing? Right. I think that, see, look, this is why I wanted a funk podcast. We could just, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, hang hang out and just talk, but just chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I think you invited me for something different yes we did invite dana for a reason <laughs> well let's hey, introduce first, ourselves right, right 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 go on miss lady this, my this name is yes ma'am oh, <laughs> is that how this goes okay i'm learning I am i'm learning a, no you guys what's up uh, i'm excited my name is leah i am um I am so, I am so much. <laughs> You're yes. so happy. I'm, I'm a jack of all trades. You miss Master me? Master of none. I miss you. She does. She I do miss you. you. I do. Yes. Well, well. I just want to know if you the listeners did, did the listeners miss me? You know what I'm so saying? We'll how, how the podcast we'll been? What y'all think? It's, y'all, it's been good. Y'all miss Danny Key for what? It's oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Hit your line, though. I want your line. Like, My introduce name is yourself. Leah. I am an entrepreneur. Yep. I am a God fearing. Mm. I am a money making. Hey. This is where you need the noise. Like, you need a clap in between. I'm a money making. Clap. Manifesting. Clap. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe that's just my mind. Bit, yeah. Hey, y'all. You know what I'm saying? My name is Dana Keeve. I'm the co-host of the podcast. We're, <laughs> hey, we're, hey, we're Trinette. We're Trinette. I'm dead. <laughs> Trent, two times in a row. Trent is on a stage somewhere. He's on stage right now. Y'all think um, I could do stand-up? Y'all see T.I. doing stand-up? So now now I think I can do it, T. too. T.I. does stand-up now? I didn't even yeah, know Yeah, he's he been doing stand-up stand for three weeks really? now. Really? Uh, is he it, funny? Yo, uh, who uh, who are you, Whitney? Go ahead, introduce oh, yourself, girl. W h i t n e y. Period. Poos. Period. Welcome poo, back. You heard. Welcome All right, back. so I got a question. When there's another guest, where do they sit and where's the camera? We haven't gotten that part figured out yet, David. right? Can you just yeah? I'm just thinking out loud. I'm, this is new. This is new to me. We I'm just learning. Haven't figured out just yet. Yeah, there might be another little chair right here. Right. This one captures two. Yeah. So the other one might be able to capture two. Yeah. You probably not, might have yet. to put them side by side and take this camera out. We like. The, the feel of the couch vibe like it was more chill yes. and like more intimate yeah. don't you feel more like laid back yeah like, so let's chill? let's take a second Kay. this is a new scene yes, over is. here this, everything done changed yes. up yes yep I love it. We, well, had thank to, we had to do some changes, you know. We have to. I think that that's one thing. You just got to move things around yes. mm -hmm. so that you start from. Yeah. Like, sometimes people jump boat and ship, and their spirit change. I've heard some things your about spirit gets yeah. disturbed sometimes. So then you got to shift are, things yeah, around. You yes. know what I'm saying? And yeah. maneuver. Leah, yeah. how you feel? I feel good. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm yes. I mean, I'm. You love your new desk. I do, yeah. It's it's big. I got a lot more space. That's, that's nice. for sure. I like yes. that. The feel yes. of when clients come in feels mm -hmm. good. Yep. You know, they get to sell. You know, that one of the psychologies in sales is that you want your client to be comfortable when you're 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 talking money with them. Yes. I also like the fact, and this is just me um, thinking, like in forward, mm -hmm. is I like the fact that they never have to turn around. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, like they're literally looking at you yep. and they can look here and they can just look back and forth or whatever. When I told mm-hmm. her, now I get a perfect angle of and getting the client's reaction. Yep. Ooh, now. So now I can start oh, so I could. And, yeah. Okay, so now yes. what, what I would recommend, <laughs> and because this was my favorite part of the whole thing, and we didn't really incorporate this into the videos the way that, like the first one went yes. where we did Juanita. Yes. Mm-hmm. But y'all should film their reaction. Yes. That's oh, yeah. what I want to like, do. That should be your job yep. is to just film their them on face. camera. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then that will be your. You get to see the whole setup and the branding God, is in the background. It's perfect. It'll perfect. be beautiful. If you just literally clip just certain parts, you yeah. don't even have to show the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But that, that'd that, was be such, that was such a powerful video. It was. Like it really was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, dope, man. Yeah, I miss okay. y'all. This is dope to be back. I love to see the growth and. Yeah. But I, I want to kind of bring it back to the topic because yes. we could have a play around podcast, but that's where we could talk all types of stuff. Yeah, but we'll get lost. That in would the never end. Yeah, it'd it be fine. We we got to catch up. You yes. know what I'm saying? We haven't caught up in a while. So we were, you know, let, let me let me just before we get into like the deep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were we were really talking about like the podcast in, in general. And we we're like, do we have a podcast or do we have a show? Yeah. This because is a show setup. This is a show setup. But and isn't so, a podcast a show? Well, yes and no. It's more audible. As you know, podcast is made for audible for the most part. Okay. For the most part. But I get what you're saying. So, so like, like the, the the recording part of this is that really the show and like, right. you know, when you have a show and you just have your favorite people that yes. you love listening to. Right, right, right. You were a part of that. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Yeah. Key, people love this dynamic. I yes, love that. I love how that But was, no, for you real, we've been, a part of that. We've been getting feedback that people miss miss you dana yeah. for real that, yes. that's that was yes. the, that was what i was asking they, uh, i was like how's how the many feedback times have then? i told you over and over again like the people love the dynamic like, yes. we got a show we got a all thing. right i will tell yes. you this just from my my little family backing there's one person that always tells me is like yo well, well he does tell me two things and i'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> laugh because it's my joke always with y'all but like he was saying just saying like like the dynamic here and the conversations that we have 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 a, a significant like unique value to it yes mm-hmm. and i think that that's what you're trying to describe is like you were a part of that unique dynamic <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's yes i agree it, it is that and then it's so much more yes. yeah I mean, but like, he was saying that you like, fall in love with characters right correct right. you know you fall in love with like a like a, you watch a show right. because oh, i love that character i right. love the way they speak yes. and and the different you know and and we just it's not been the same without you you know what well i will tell you this like th- just having this moment right here um I, I i i haven't been on a podcast since like honestly like i haven't started the podcast that you know with <laughs> what you why are you afraid to use names with josh you know what i'm saying i don't with, know with who with josh oh, okay. my man you know what i'm saying yeah. I, my family over there yeah <laughs> well you had family yeah. here too anyways i guess what I, I guess what i'm saying is um like this space and even this podcast has a unique space and like yes. like i do appreciate like the talk to- the conversations and the dynamic and um you know, the second thing would be is like, you know, maybe one day if y'all put all the episodes on Apple, then I might come, you know what I'm saying, come back. You know what I'm saying? I hey, think it's that, in the works. It's so works. we're just waiting for approval back, so I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So then maybe I'll talk with Josh and see how it works out. Because honestly, like, I will tell and shout out Chris. Cause, um, yes, shout out Chris. I want to say this because y'all always bag on me. <laughs> but I, just remember, I brought y'all Chris. You know what I'm saying? That's a blessing. That's one of the Chris biggest brought gem- you, Chris. What are you talking about? No, let's take it back. Hold on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Back, back, back. Before before he brought me, I brought him. 
let's be respectful to the true. Oh, okay, history. okay, all right. No, he's right. He's right. What? Let's he, let's let's be honest. Chris right, was Chris my man. Chris so was no, my man first. Okay. No, he, it's true. It's true. Okay. Chris was my ace. Right. Boom. Okay. Like I've, I've yes. like he. I've never had nobody that I can he's, call and rely on like Chris. Right, right. So I actually, I, and Chris could testify to this. I probably was the reason he reached out to you. It's because yes. I told him I said you should go study under her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like go go learn from her. And like he I, and and I, I remember Look, I'm it. Over here I'm like, just being I'm better? being real. <laughs> I, we should have you, a, you should have a camera on him because I I actually remember the conversation like on the phone, like telling him right. like he should go do that. And when he did it and reached out, I remember the conversation saying, "Yo, con- thank you for doing that. Congrats. You should be proud of yourself." For even like humbleizing yourself to say, yo, right. I can learn from this person. Right. There's a very big key in that. So I want to bring it back because, you know what I'm saying? Shout out me for bringing you Chris, the most valuable person in the building. You heard? Most valuable player <laughs> goes to. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll bring you other people. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, anyways I, I'm yeah. not going to get on that. <laughs> Yeah, okay. He brought, yeah, he brought other people. Yeah, okay. Let's not have that conversation. Anyways, so today, good morning. Good morning, you people. Yes. Yes. yes oh, today. People. We bring it hey, wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Check I, out the shirt. So I'm I, like, I don't, I feel like I didn't get the memo. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So good morning, you motherfuckers. For all my people out there, I love y'all. And now that I'm not under your umbrella the same way, yeah. I kind of have like a freedom that I would have on my platform because it's respectful. Like when I'm under your umbrella, like I can't be a fool. But, like, because I am a fool sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll just be real of how I think. Like, it might be, you know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty ratchet. But I love it. Okay. But what do you mean you can't be like that? We we always give you the space to be whatever you want to be. Of course, but, like, I can't be super ratchet. You know what I'm saying? But now I could be super ratchet because I have no affiliation (laughs) with your business. But I am a forever supporter. I see what he's saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm pretty ratchet. Pull it, Shannon. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Anyways, let's get back to the the topic because I want to bring it back to why we're here. We done spent 10 minutes on this, like, having fun and... Like, it feels good to be back. And by the way, the setup is immaculate. I love it. Um, Shout out to Whitney, because, like, ever since you've been in the business, like, you've seen the growth. Yes. Um, I'm super proud of y'all. I am a fan of the podcast. If y'all don't know, I listen every week um, or every week that y'all put out. (laughs) But, you know what I'm saying? If y'all on Apple, you know what I'm saying? Then I think I might. He is cutting up today. Hey, Chris, yo, since I don't have to set up, film, or edit, like, I might be able to squeeze this in my my schedule. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Isn't that what we told you a long time ago? A long time ago. But I I have to figure out, and I still have to figure out a couple more dynamics because I'm not. Look, here's what I'm going to tell you, okay? I love y'all. You think you know a little bit about everything and, like, you know where you're going or whatever. You need to be fed still, okay? And I'm not saying that you're not being fed where you're at. I'm just saying that you continuously need to be fed. I could say, I could, I could say you're right. And like I, I can thank you. I can be that student and I think that it's like, not even about the student, it's just about we want to feed you, like make sure that like emotionally, like everything that you're that you're you're still getting fed, you know what I mean? Because mm. that is an outlet for yes. you with everything that you're Damn. doing. You if y'all didn't busy. hear that, that's so real. And I appreciate that. Yep. So you it's I'm you gonna make say it a thank priority. you. I'm gonna say thank you. And I and I I'll have to figure it out because like yeah. there's just one I feel like in like one or two more weeks I'll really know. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm I'm somewhere like 90 days in, and we just reset our goals. Um, so I have new goals, and like I'm not gonna lie, like like with like I said, without being having to produce this, mm-hmm. this is so much more enticing. And like I said, my my buddy Rodney um, told me he was just like, you know, that podcast is really good for you. Mm. You, you don't even know it. And uh, like going back listening, like right. I'll be real, man. Like 
this podcast is so special. And obviously we're brothers special too, but like, man, you don't get this shit. You know what I'm saying? Say it again, I can't hear you. Yeah, like you yeah, not like this, man. You know what I'm saying? This is different. This is yep. between the sheets, like. Well, that's a like, conversation me and Leah had um, the other night. Was just like that. We that mic is better. We still want to make sure that that Dana is still being fed and he's yeah. still being fed knowledge. And Can, you should have you have an all button, like oh. No, but we did. I, we, 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 me, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> me and Leah were just like, yeah, Dana needs to, it, even if it's not all the time, he needs that's to special. come back and check in every, I'll every be now a, and I'll again. be a permanent guest. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not a co-host like I introduced myself. I'm still going to cut up and say that, though. Um, but I'm a special guest. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But y- y'all have a special place in my heart. And I think that like like through this podcast, I'm able to be fed like what you're saying yes 100 you know and you got to make that stuff a priority in your life you know i i'm I'm, again preaching to the choir (laughs) you know what i mean like i think you guys feed me individually too yes so that it's 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 a it's a it's a give and take yes Yes. absolutely so yeah yeah. it's a nice formula yes. so so we we were you know just uh, i'm gonna let you guys <laughs> look i'm already taking over again yeah so here let, let's let's jump into it i'll, I'll take over because I, okay. I like this okay look, picking his leg up and everything you know what I'm saying? Look, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look look at this <laughs> look at this motherfucker hey, it's this couch it's the couch it's, right, it's a different vibe it's the vibe mm-hmm. god i feel like it's yes. it's so perfect i love this yes all right so let, let's just kind of take it back because your story Mm-hmm. in episode one was pretty special but yes. i want to actually pass it to you like what about your story listening back to part one what do you feel like you missed how do you feel about it like what are some things that could fill in the gaps that you feel like are important to tell anything like that as you listen back i mean yes for sure you know i was listening i was like oh i left this out or i left that and you know adhd brain here like was jumping all over the place and then when i thought something was important I stopped and went like a different route mm-hmm. and then I kept trying to bring it back. But right. um, I'm glad that Whitney kind of brought it back to the, the start and, and, you know, just who I was as shout as out a, to co-host yes, as, <laughs> a, you know, as a kid yeah. and whatnot. I didn't really play too much into um, what I've told you guys individually about how I used to like, just imagine, you know, Freddy Krueger, we would play Freddy Krueger in Greece. <laughs> and, but I, I always bring that back up because that, yeah. that portion of my life, like, you know, we, we talk about the kids and, and how they don't have that, that imagination part. And it's just so important mm. like to be able to, to imagine things. And so I was just such an imaginative little kid like I just anything that you know any dang scene I wanted to create anything which I could see it we would play it we right. would you know and it, we just got indwelled in this whole thing and that was a really big no matter where was that school yeah. work like when I say work it was with my dad you yeah. know but um I mean there was a there was a lot of pieces what in made there. you what made you have that imagination at a younger what do you think it was i don't know i don't i don't i don't know i can't you know we didn't have the stuff that we have now right that's for sure and mm-hmm. i think if if i grew up in a different time it would have been totally different you know yeah kids play in i feel like when we take it back to like the eras that we grew up in like kids imagination and and like passion to play is mm-hmm. different than kids passion like kids passion to play now is to pick up a device right and play passion with that instead yeah. of using their brain yes and i don't know i, I, I always feel different because yeah, i like you say that i always feel different it always about the video games because i feel right. like it it when i was in in it and i just said this recently when i told a story i was like when i was young i didn't even know other people didn't live like this right whatever i was talking about right so like seeing something through a video game opens your imagination to like oh that 
this like it adds up in mm-hmm. some creative way right um but let me go back to you and and this is what i wanted to talk about is like you didn't really talk about in the story is like your relationship with your dad so young mm-hmm. like kind of dive into that relationship more for me and like like how did your relationship get so strong and what was it you know just between your you two growing up and obviously it crossed paths you know what i'm saying where like you were rebelling. You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so you know what's what's crazy? Welcome is back, Dana Keith. <laughs> Welcome back, Dana Keith. <laughs> yeah, you did. You know what? If you guys haven't caught it, I don't know if you have it on some platform that you're on or whatever. But like, a lot of the questions that you asked too were they were tough questions. Yeah. But I was, yes. you know, I so that's why I, I do like that piece because you you always ask really pointed questions and and that's a good thing. Um, I don't know if this makes sense or not, but I feel like um. My sister was really like my dad, like they, they, they had a lot of similarities. They were, you know, and so I was more like my mom. And so I think that because of that, my dad, he, I was like a favorite, right? right. you know, and I, even with my mom, I think that my sister was her favorite because it reminded, you know, some of her traits reminded her of my dad and, and, and vice versa with my dad and me. Um, and so my dad always, I was, I was definitely daddy's girl, right? And, uh, that was just kind of the storyline. I think that my sister and him had a different relationship. Um, and he would get really upset with her, but I think that was because of, you know, just what she was doing in life Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And, and I could see that even in my own life where at first Isaiah reminded me so much of me and some of the things he would did, I would get, I would get annoyed. And yet that was me. Like Isaiah is a, he is me like in so many ways. Um, but we weren't as close in the beginning, mm. Isaiah and I, you right. know, and, and now it's totally different, uh, relationship. Um, so that's, that's where it was with, with my dad and myself. And, and really it was my friend Debbie that I, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I, I go back into the whole emotional connection, you know, missing that part from my parents as much as my dad was there, he still worked and he could only provide the, the man perspective of being, you know, my, my father, right. And, I was missing something else from my mom. And because of that, when I would visualize other people and see their relationship and the dynamic, I I knew that there was something missing. I didn't know exactly what I just was like, man, that looks different, you know? So that's when I really sought out people, individuals. And, And so my friends became my family and I always, they always got on me for that. You put your friends before anything. Like you put your friends before your family. And I did, you know, that, that was my, that was my, Lifeline. Yeah, how old are you at this point? Um, 12, 13 mm-hmm. um, is when I, you know, I, I can think back to a, a girlfriend of mine where I really started um, kind of just seeking out the wrong people and the and it started then. Um, and who influenced that for you? I mean, it was, I think I was, it was, it was a combination. It was me and it was them, but I also had a cousin who um, I looked up to. She was about five years older than, than me and I just saw the life that they lived. And, and when I say that, it wasn't like extravagant or money-wise. It was just like they were, you know, around gangbangers. And right. they were around like this cool crowd, you know. And, and I was five years younger. I wanted to be a part of that. It felt like there was something there. Well, and I think that's the difference with that dynamic is is they give you a sense of safety mm-hmm. and understanding and camaraderie mm-hmm. and just like that right. kind of like we're in this together type so of So when you're missing something in yes. your life, you're seeking out anything. Yep. We were just talking about that. You know, you seek out anything to fill void. Yes. And oh my God. at that age, you're, you can't, yes. you can't even contemplate that. You're not even thinking right. about like, Oh, this is why I'm doing this. Right. You yeah. know, it's not until way later way that later. you start yeah. to realize 
but that's exactly what I was doing. It felt good to me right. to be seen. Well, and the praise be. of that dynamic too, like the praise that you get from that tight knit family that you're creating is different than the praise that you get from your parents. And what about the praise that you get from being a badass? Yes. Do you know what I mean? For yes. like going out and doing yes. shit that you shouldn't be doing. And that, that's a different kind of praise. It was about that life. You know, I was, I was trying <laughs> yes. hard. Yeah. I was trying hard. Yeah. Um, and so I remember, um, vividly when you ask that question is, uh, we started going out into, you know, the, this neighborhood with, with these gangsters. And um, we're now, you know, about 14, 15 years old. And we would run the streets, you know, up and down, walk around. And, um, you know, they were smoking weed and they were out with their cars. And, and were you doing this with them or what? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because like you say what they were, like you were <laughs> well, a at part first of it. it was like, oh, what, who is Not this? we were. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it's you, well, you see it first. I mean, yes, I was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were, you know... Um, did you ever get in a moment where you felt intimidated by that? Like oh, yeah. the first time around it, a where you like, "Ooh, I don't know if I want to do this." Well, but. a few times there were some situations that I was like, "Ooh, this is scary." Yeah. you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. then you just you. It's the whole a game. You, you start grit. learning. Yeah, you start learning. Yep. You, you're like, "Okay, I can, I can handle this. I can handle right. this." You know, yeah. dumb, 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 yeah. dumb. Like that. I I say again, how many yeah. times that something could have happened? Yeah. To me, I mean, it could have been. It could have been killed. You yeah, know, yeah, in a yeah. car accident. It could have been 100%. raped. It could have been just putting yourself in these really bad positions yep. at right. such a young age you right. know but so. that's why i love you brought it up in the first podcast as you said that you know your dad was praying over you f- over you for a very long time and then yeah. that was mm. your protection yeah that's what was protecting you was your father i believe that yeah. i i believe that wholeheartedly is that is only because of his prayers that um i made it through a lot of yeah. those years you know so um I remember my friend and I, we were out and about and, and her dad didn't, you know, you always have the one friend that they, the parents, like you said the other day, yeah. you always have the one friend that their parents don't really care what they're doing. Yep. Like right. they, they get to do whatever it is that mm-hmm. they want. And, um, we were all at the, you know, one of the party houses and I had to be home at like 11 o'clock or something. Yeah. And she didn't have to be home. They were like, you know, whatever. She was like, well, I'm going to just spend the night out or whatever. And they didn't care. And my dad was like, you better get your ass home. You know? And I was like, yeah. I don't want to come home, you know? <laughs> And I really was like, no, I'm not coming home. Yeah. And I, that was the first time that I really pushed. Now, my, uh, when I say really pushed, there was other times. I mean, I had already gotten in trouble with, you know. But you stood up in the open. Yeah. It was yeah. like, no, I'm not coming home. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, you know. And then I came home the next day and he grounded me. And, and I was like, no, I'm going to still do it. And then I ran away. Um, so I ran away for a good, you know, three or four days. And that scared the shit out of my parents. And that's when they really were like, okay, we need to like step back. Instead of pushing harder yes. and like really like putting me up against the wall or some, you know, who knows right. what I needed. That's what I needed. I know now that's what I needed. Isn't that, that so funny? Because because looking back, you're like all the stuff you went through. You don't think at that time that that's what you need is right. more mm-hmm. punishment, structure, yeah, more structure. We're screaming for it. <clears throat> We're screaming for it. That's you know, interesting in to our me. Actions. And then, and then on the fact that like you guys ended the last podcast on whoopings. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> whoopings like. Well, when he said, "Did you ever get whooped?" I'm like, well, "Yeah, we yeah. got whooped all the time." And yeah. it was when I was 13 yeah. that I took. I said, "No, I'm, that was another time." I was, but you needed more whoopings to you as 15. Right. But I did. But I did. <laughs> But instead, the stance that they took was, we're going to back up. Because yeah. if we yeah. don't, she's going to keep wilding out, mm-hmm. you know. And maybe I would have. I don't know what that, yeah. that yeah. would have been yeah. like, you know. That's an interesting, because then, like, I'm going to just, like, throw this in here. There's a podcast later on that Chris talks about that dynamic. And it's like, like yo, that's a tough line to draw. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And, and, like, if you're right or wrong, like, like you're, you're damned if you do, damned yep. if you don't type thing. Right. You know? And you're sitting here saying, like, I needed that. I did. You know what I mean? That's interesting.
interesting. I, I kind of wish <clears throat> that my dad would have pushed harder, you know, in, in a mean way. Yeah. Like yeah. not just like, Oh, you're grounded. Yeah. You know, um, because really after that, I just started doing whatever the hell I wanted to. Yeah. I really, really did. I mean, and when I say that, like I was invited, there was a, I remember when we were getting drugs from this man, he was probably, I mean, we were 15, 16 and he was like 30 Yeah, come yeah. to our house. Like yeah. we'd bring him into the room and they didn't know who the hell he was, yeah. but we we're like, Oh, this is our friend. He's, you know, and my dad was like, okay, well just, you know, well, he, we were yeah. home. Yeah. So we were safe, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, safe doing drugs. There was no yeah. pressure. There was no pressure on cause you were home and you were safe. Right. And that yeah. was the back off of That's them. Some like, safety houses leash, like that. Leash you here. Yeah, I know, it's the yes. truth. And you he never said that. He never said like, oh, well, you know, good thing. It just, um, I, I know for a fact, and my mom said this, that she had no clue what I was really getting into. Like she said, like, I really literally did not think that really? you were doing half of the stuff that you were doing. Um, because, you know, later on you talk to your parents about all the stuff that yeah. you did. Yeah. And she said, I just, I had no idea. And I remember, um, I think when I was 17, she wrote me a poem for my birthday. And it, it was something like, you know, will, will you be home tonight? Like, will the, will the angels bring you home tonight? Ugh, I know. Um, and I still have that poem, too. Hey, that's um, but it was really like, you know, she just has to, you know, give it up and say, like, I, I don't know if my daughter's going to come home tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dang, like, how as a parent, if, you, how are you that freeing to just do, have to just say? Right. Like, you know do what? you just, yeah, like surrender and say, okay, mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I don't, I'll be go looking for my kids on the street. I'll be drunk. You know, where the hell are you at? Um, yes. But that that was kind of that that was the scenario for the next few years and I was in and out. You know, I moved out, like I said, um, and, and I was with a with this dude for a good three years or so, three or four years, I don't I don't remember. It was from I think ninth grade on till I met Nando. Yeah. You know, um and he, he him and I were into drugs and I mean huffing paint and Nando. Uh, no, not Nando. Oh. I got Nando right. to do acid with me. Oh. He had never touched anything except for... That's the first drug Nando did. He always smoked weed. Like, he was a right. big weed smoker. Shout right. out right. Nando. Um, but he had never touched anything else. And right. so, Debbie, we were I was still friends with Debbie, yeah. and Paul was her dude. Um, and we wanted to trip, you yeah. know? And so I was like, come on, do it, you know? And I was talking him into it. <laughs> And so he did, but him and Debbie had their own little mind high together. And I seen it, you know, when you're high, like, you know, you see things. Yes. I was like, "Mm -mm. I don't like that. (laughs) You got to (laughs) go. This is not how I wanted this trip to go. No, it wasn't. Um, Yeah. So I, you know, I I was with him and uh, I mean, literally the stupidest stuff, you know, he was not doing anything with his life at all. I still don't think he is. Um, you know, I, I I would catch you know wind. Just so everybody right knows, we're not talking about Nando. No. Right? No, you're not. <laughs> no, and and I bring this relationship up just because of the fact that you know at that time it was like, oh, this is my everything, and this right. is you know. Uh, How so, old were you? <clears throat> well, again, I was with so this guy ninth he, grade, uh, and I met him. I think in the eighth grade, he was actually with a friend of mine. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, I, well, you know, she was with a lot of people though. So. <laughs> That trumped the girl code. So that does. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. So, um, but That's I hilarious. think that, um, the girl code. yeah, he, he was with her just for, but he was like, he was a big time player and everything. And I was right. always thinking that I could fix all of these dudes. Of like yeah, I can fix them. I can fix them, you know? Um, and so, uh, we met and then we, you know, we were, it's same thing. You chase game playing back and mm-hmm. forth or whatever. And then he like really fell hard for me. Um, and then I was like, when that happened, it was kind of like, I was 
I guess, no, I don't want to say like he was just really possessive because I had moved in with him. And so then it was like, oh, you know, I couldn't go out. And and when I did, he'd get all crazy about it. And so it was domestic. Explaining yourself. Yeah. Asking permission, all that stuff. Yeah. And and he got, he got a little abusive in there um, during, during our relationship. And so at that point I knew that I was on meth, you know, the relationship was not good. Right. He loved me. There was, I'm sure that there was some kind of love there, but it was a really, really, really toxic type of love. And then, um, that's when my cousins were, you know, trying to introduce me to Nando. And at that time, um, they were like, we want you to meet him. We want you to meet him. And I was like, so uh, it was a setup from the start with Nando. Like they were trying to push y'all guys, you two together. It was, it was not like a, we met like at a friend function or anything like that. They they were were forcefully putting, trying to put y'all together. Nando had come from California. Um, he wanted something different. He knew, and and Nando will say this himself, that he knew that he had to leave California. It was either going to be Colorado or Arizona. So he has family in Arizona. So it was going to be one of the two. And, um, he came here and and they kept talking me up to him and then they were talking him up to me. And I saw him and I'm like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm being honest. I was, yeah. I, there wasn't like this, like, oh yeah. my God. Like Instant. It's, no, it was just like, eh, he's all right. You know, yeah. whatever. And I was still. I was going to say your mind too. was probably somewhere else, not even really focusing on. But that relationship was already coming to Toxic, an end for the right. most part. Like right. it really was. And I was in that mind space of like, I'm, I need to get away from him. Is this what I want for my life? Like if I, he's not, he doesn't, he didn't work. Right. His parents took, took, he stayed home and. Right did drugs all day. I love that within like the midst of you being at that low point of like the toxic relationship, drug usage, like all of that stuff going on that you still seen a way out for yourself. Yeah. Like you knew, like you knew that this is, was not going to be your long term. At least that's the vibe that I was getting that you knew this was not going to be your forever person. I don't want to say that I knew like something like I knew like a specific goal. Like, Oh, I want you know, I just knew that this is not really going anywhere. Like, what am I doing? Right. You know, what was the, what was the turning point? What was the, the end of that road um nando i mean i guess you yeah. know and and that relationship was toxic as hell right right <laughs> you know? in the beginning right yeah yeah i mean um so we you know we met and 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 he wanted to take me out and and it was just kind of just this Blah. back and forth yeah just you know um we love to hate each other we really mm-hmm. did we love to hate each other and i was back and forth with the old boy so so how the hell you no, all right i'm gonna just ask this because this is something i'm trying to figure out like how you get over that love to hate each other shit um, I think eventually you just have to make a choice. You have to just determine, mm-hmm. can I live without them or not? Because all you're doing is you're, you're, you're w- both wasting time yep. just playing these stupid ass games. Like, and eventually you, you keep coming back together and you keep coming back together, but it's like, well, this is such a waste of our time. So yeah. choose what, yeah. you what do you feel want? like any point in your life, like the stages that you and Nando maybe were in individually made that choice easier. Like, were you at a, a stage in your life where you were like, I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm tired of the toxic games from prior to, and I'm going to try. So Nando and I, so, so fast forwarding a, a little bit, you know, we, we went through our whole thing, whatever he, he was cheating on me. I was cheating on him. He found uh, me multiple times at old boy's house with, and I was, with your ex. Yeah. Um, because I kept going back. Like right. there yeah. was still something that was like I kept going back. You know, yeah. I, and I felt bad. <clears throat> I felt like there was the there was a hurt. Like he had spent. We had spent like the last three to four years. You know, of, you built a bond. Or yeah, whatever. you build this bond, and and so there was <clears throat> something still that I was comfortable with that I kept going back to. Yeah. Right. Um, but I ended up. Um, he another time he he caught me and he. What was, made you choose Nando? Um, a couple of different things. Um, first and foremost, that chase, you know, yes. it's just that, it's that stupid game. It's that damn stupid game. It that keeps you, uh, 
excited. Psychology about the chase is so crazy, you know? And so he never, Nando never 100% gave in. Like he wasn't all about, like he was always playing hard. He was always playing, you know, and, and so was I. Was Nando a player? Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 He was. Um, but so was I. Yeah. You know, so right, you, you want to play this game? I'm very good at it as well. Hit, it, hit, your, button, hit your button. This Ow, is, this is I was not too. that. <laughs> this is um, not that. You want to play me up? And he'll right say that we equally, we, we equally were, you know, just back right. and forth. I mean, I had, there was, there was a few guys that I was dating that I was like, they have potential, you know, like yeah. mm, maybe. Um, but it's a little too easy. And then at this time, take us back. Cause <clears throat> like, you're like, what are you doing at this time? Like, as far as for like jobs, what do you think about? Like career wise, mentally, where are you at this point? I was working point? at Walmart. I yeah. think I was working at Walmart. We so we finally decided to try to move out together. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's move out. We moved out into the first apartment, which was on um, Potter, and um, that's where Juanita. Um, a lot of yeah. our relationship really got stronger because her dude was across the um, hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was across the hall from us, and so we, you know, got a little bit closer then. And um, but same thing. Nanda got super possessive. Um, I wanted to go out and it was always a fight and it was always, you know, and I was missing my freedom. Mm. And so when Nando's car got shot up because of old dude, right. our friend next door, it wasn't really not a Nando thing. It was a him thing. Um, it was my excuse to go back home. I was yeah. like, okay, so, you know, I was like, we need to get out of here and da, 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 but I'm going to go home for a while. And it was like t- kind of to give me a break. Like, do I really want to do this? Cause right. I'm missing my freedom. Right. Mm. Um, so we ended up, have you um, ever felt like that later in your uh, marriage? Yeah. Like that freedom thing. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you do, you do feel it because, um, but you choose to trust and, and a big part of what we didn't have was trust at that point. Mm. So, so it was a lot harder at the beginning to say, okay, yeah, go out and have a good time. Yeah. You know, right. it, 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 and you get to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, I trust you to go out and it's like, it's, it's cool, you know, but, um, there's a few things that's with crazy. that, I think, right. in, yeah, in that's and out crazy. of that. Yeah, but that's a crazy dynamic. It is. Especially when you don't have trust. Yeah. Well, and then how much of your trust was broken from something that happened prior to <clears throat> that didn't really have anything to do with Nando or vice versa? You know what I mean? And you're carrying baggage from other stuff and you're like, well, I just don't trust people in I, general. I need to set these boundaries. I didn't really have that guard up no. after, after. okay, so so last time he caught me, you know, so, so if I bring it back, so we're kind of going here and here. So bringing right. it back, so last time he had caught me, he was like, I'm out, I'm done, peace out. That's where I talked to, you yes, know, about getting the on bus the bus. Drive. Yeah, so, so, so fill the people in, because, I mean, I can give you the footage for, for this episode, just to clarify, like, speak about that. So he um, caught he me. He caught you. And, and then, he had said multiple times, he actually tried to leave multiple times, and I stopped him every time. Right. Right. From leaving. Because he's sick of it, y'all at a point, y'all right. battling each other instead of being on the same team. Right. So he's like, I'm done. Right. And, and, then, and then you were like, oh, shit. Like, he left. <laughs> he's really leaving No, he time. No, he was gone. Like, yeah. by the time I tried to catch him, he was already gone. Damn. How did yeah. that feel? Oh, like the worst feeling ever, oh, right? Yeah, it's your world, like everything. Ugh. Like I was like, oh my god, he left. Like he left me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how is that? You know, um, and so he did. He left, and um, I was trying to get a hold of him in California, and I finally did. I got, I got, you know, the number to where he was at, and this before cell phones. <laughs> Yeah, there was, yeah, well, I mean, there was, I think. Maybe a beeper or two. Yeah, well, definitely the beeper for sure. Caller ID. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And I finally got a hold of him and and we kind of talked on the phone and he was playing really hard up and um, I just told him I missed him and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, he said, well, look, you know, if you come down here, I'll go home with you. And I was like, bet. Like, so right. he gave you a 
an make option. a decision. Yeah, it's either this or that. You choose. Yeah, because he he was there and he didn't really have a you know desire to come back at that point. And then he says, "But if you come, like that was, I guess, me proving to him that you know I wanted to do that." But even then, if I'm being 100, percent you weren't even fully committed. No, you were I wasn't. Just in the chase, yes, you were yes. in the chase. Because when like, I was there, I, I called my ex in California. Like I went to a payphone and called my ex. Whoa, that you, know? you didn't what say was, that on my podcast. So what was the moment of like? What was the purpose in that? Were you trying to get clarity in the moment, or I you were just? Him? I don't know. No, I, I just. I th- I think a, a a better idea like is like when did that change? Like, is it just a commitment and you guys grow together eventually, like it little by little? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just curious because like it changed for me when I said I do. Like um, the wedding thing. Yeah. Like, like he proposed. Yeah. So well. So so here's the thing. So when my dad died. So so I came back. We came back. Yeah. Yep. And um. You know, we're there, we're living there. My dad wasn't a fan of Nando, um, but he, my dad wasn't a fan of many of the guys that I chose. So he just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we had, you know, we moved out to the one place. The, sh- the car got shot up. I moved back home. And then, you know, I was there for a couple of months. And then he kept pressing me, like, like are we going to move out again? And I was like, oh, right. I don't know. I don't know if I want to move out. But I had to make a decision. Okay, what do I want to do? Yeah. So let's do it again. So we moved out again and still like we domestic, like there was, you know, he, he has a domestic on him. So, yeah. um, it was still a volatile relationship and, um, we were living on Platt and Murray at that time. And, um, that's when my dad died. So, uh, we were there and it just, you know, tumultuous relationship back and forth. But, um, he had, you know, I kicked him out a few times. I called the cops on him. He had left a few times, but always came back. It was just that thing. And um, when my dad died, it was kind of like you really do see that. You know, he was, he was, he was really like he saw my world had completely changed, and I leaned on him so much. Everything stops. I right. mean, that's it. Like everything stops. You lose some. You lose somebody that you love. Everything stops. It, your whole world is shaken up. You know, if it's just dad, your mom, brother, sister, no matter, w- it stops. It's like, okay, wait, this is crazy. And um, I just knew, like, I don't know, he was just there in such a, uh, you know, that, that was such a, a hard time in my life. And I, I leaned on him so much. And I think that's really kind of where it did start to change for me. Um, and that's when I decided I wanted a baby. That love and loyalty <clears throat> from being able to put all of your your weight and burden on your significant other. I think that that proves a lot. That proves a lot in loyalty. It proves a lot in how much he loves you. Mm -hmm. Seeing somebody seeing you go through your worst. Yeah. Is when you can really be like, all right. Mm -hmm. And he sat with me. Right. Yeah. And, um, but at that time I was that, that hole was like Mm -hmm. so big. Like it was just like, uh, and my dad, like I could depend on him for anything. If I needed money, if I needed, you know, I could call him and I I didn't when I was with him. Like I was very prideful in that sense. Like I'm going to do this on my own, but, um, he took care of you. Yes. He loved you. Yes. And knowing that that piece was gone, I felt like, ugh, you know? And so, um, how old are you at this time when your father passed? I was 19. 19 so two basically two years later yeah and it happened so fast Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you're doing all these other things like looking back like what do you think what do you take away from that type of stuff um it i think that there's um i always say that i asked whitney the other day i says do you ever feel like life is just like it's so so short like Mm -hmm. you only have a very short time yeah here Mm -hmm. yeah especially now god 100 percent 
I, I feel like that often. And I don't know if it's because of the trauma of losing my dad. Yeah. Um, or you just know how swiftly, like, if you're here and you're gone, you know. And um, I feel like in that, it, it really it made me start to really start to think, okay, what, what am I, what am I, what am I going to do with my life? Mm. You know, what am I doing? Because I only have this short amount of time. It was mm-hmm. almost this anxious feeling of, I need to do stuff. Well, losing somebody that big in your life puts you in perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it really don't take but a second mm-hmm. and your life has changed. It's different. Yeah, everything. So am I going to make a decision to, to choose my life or am I going to keep going through these same motions that right. I've been going and it's going nowhere. Right. And I was working at Walmart at that time. Um, and I, I remember that so, so vaguely because, um, when, before my dad had passed and I think that God always gives us an opportunity to, um, I don't know, get in touch with our loved ones, you know, or, or kind of put it there, you know, at least I feel like that maybe, you know, I, and for some people they don't, but, um, whether it's a week, a month or something that they say before you part ways or it's a phone call or something, I feel like, you know, there's always this kind of like, that's the way that I felt at least he did for me. Right. Um, what was it? What I, was that I, I was at, um, I went to lunch, um, to my dad's house. So I worked at the Walmart right there in, in Whitefield and my parents lived in Whitefield. And so it was lunchtime and I decided to go there and, um, my dad was laying in his, um, bed because he, had to get another cortisone shot for his hip and he was in a lot of pain and, um, he had green chili in the refrigerator that my grandma had made. And so I went there and I like, like scoped out the refrigerator and I was like, Hmm, there's some chili in there. Like but I knew it was <laughs> yeah. my dad. Yeah. So I was like, I better go ask him, but he was laid up in his room. I love that. You remember it so perfect. <laughs> yeah. And so he was laying down and, and I walked into the room and I was like, Hey dad. And he was like, Hey babe. Um, and I said, um, you know, how you feeling? And he says, I, you know, I'm, I'm tired. He says, I had, yeah, I had to get another shot. Um, or he was going to get another shot. Um, he says, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm going to get another shot. And he says, but after this, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to help me out a lot. And I was like, yeah, I said, that's good. You know, you do, you need to start getting better dad. And, you know, yeah. you need to start doing things. Yeah. And, um, I said, well, you got some green chili in the refrigerator. And he was like, you could have it, you know? And I was like, okay, thanks. And I was like, dad, I need some money. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, can I borrow $20? And he just pointed to his wallet and he, you know, he was like, yeah, it's in my wallet. And so I was like, thank you. You know? And, um, I was supposed to go back that evening. Um, I think we were going to try to go back, you know, I don't know, maybe just to go and chill with my mom and my dad or whatever. But, um, I don't know if that was the night. I think it was the night that he passed away. Um, I'm, I'm almost pretty sure because I, I was thinking that I was supposed to go back after just to kind of check on him after the shot. And my cousin had asked me if, um, I could babysit for her. And so I ended up going to her house to babysit her kids because her husband was getting out of jail. And so she needed to go pick him up from Comcore. Right. And, um, I remember that night at like 1130, I started getting really sick to my stomach. Like I felt so sick, like nauseated. I hadn't like no drinking, nothing like that, but I just got this overwhelming feeling of like, like being sick. Yeah. So I told Nanda when we were there, I says, you're going to have to drive home. I says, I can't even drive. I says, I feel so sick right now. And, um, so we were driving home and I, I even rolled down the window and I just remember trying to catch that air, you know, just to like feel fresh, you know, and I got home and I remember I went over the toilet to try to throw up and I couldn't like it just, I felt nauseated inside, so like drank some water and I just, um, fell into bed, like just went into bed and I passed out, just yeah. passed out. And, um, they said my dad passed at like 1230. Dang. 
So I feel like that yeah. that was, yeah. you know, the time yeah. that I was either experiencing something that, yeah. you know, like that he was feeling or I don't know. But um, I feel like when you're it doesn't matter if it's a parent or whatever. I think a parent makes it even stronger, but you're, you're knitted. You say it yeah. all the time. Yeah. You were knitted together with your dad, the relationship that you had with him. So I agree 100%. You were probably experiencing something. Yeah. 100%. And I woke up at uh, like three 30 in the morning to my sister banging at the door. Yeah. You know, dad. I remember you telling me about that. Ugh, yeah. that story gives me chills. So what happens next? With my dad or with, yeah, with, um, your, with your dad and that like through like you with that, with that, like, experience obviously you have to fucking deal with it yeah like, so like, how, i mean how it do just, you, deal you with did it? it's shock your body goes in shock um because you just saw this person you just yeah. like you know yeah. you just saw them you just talked to them and it's like nope they're gone they're gone and um so your body is completely in shock your mind is in shock you can't and and i just checked out for the next like days i just checked out mm. it's like a um, dream I was like a zombie. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't even showered. I remember yeah. it was my, my grandma. That's the story that I, the yeah. funny story that I just said, you know, to you guys the yeah. other day when um, my grandmother from my Southern grandmother came. Uh, he done it, man. <laughs> my dog done pooted over here. Arnold's right hey, here. you want to know what's so funny? Arnold's right here. It's like, oh, oh man. I had to check myself. I was like, yo, did I just do that? Yo, I bet not have just cut ass and not known. You know, you get a little older, you don't know when you cut oh gas sometimes. You keep talking to you like, yo, is that my ratchet ass that I smell right now? Ooh. I'm sorry to not be disrespectful to your story, but God, That's do you smell low. that? So, for anybody that doesn't know, my dog is like, Leah. In there Whitney, do you smell bad. that? He's, That's ratchet. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> and his butt's facing you. So I got a question. Yes, I just got sprayed, y'all. <laughs> I just want everybody to know. Um, but, but like, <laughs> do you do you gain closure? Like, do, did you ever gain closure with that? Like, um, From my dad? Yeah. So for the longest time, um, gosh, after that, I, um, I, I couldn't, I, I, dream, I was an avid dreamer. I dream a lot. And, um, I would have dreams about my dad and I could never see his face in my dreams ever. And, um, I would always see the back of him. My dad was six, two, he was tall man, black hair, dark, you know? Um, but I would always see him in my dreams. And he was, I remember one time he was in the front seat of the car and I was in the back and I couldn't see him. He was talking. I remember seeing him in the store and it was the back of him, just always the back of him. Right. Um, a figure. Yes. It was just that figure. And it wasn't until after I had Joey, um, who Joseph, my dad's name was Joseph. So Joey is named after my dad. Oh, that's sweet. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he is, he's Joseph. Um, but, uh, it was after I had my, my son, I had a dream about my dad. We were in the very first house that we purchased. So we purchased a house. Another one. I, I was age 21. He was 23 when we bought our first home. I mean, that's pretty dope for uh, us, yeah. you know? um to, 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 to go through all the shit y'all went through and come right out. well that's when i really hit hard yeah. so i mean to take it back to that like so don't let me forget about this but no, to don't. take it back from that so uh, 19 years old lost my dad and then was really like uh, my mom couldn't afford the house and so she had a bounce to my my grandmothers who are you know they were very um smart with their money financially and so she could go there and take care of them and they paid her and she got you know a little side job at the same time and um, she had to sell the house because financially um, she couldn't afford it by herself. My dad was a breadwinner. And then my dog that I had, which was that I had a chow named Raja, um, they had to sell her because now that when I were in an apartment, that dog was way too big um, to go with us. And so it was just like one thing after another. Take. And then I was pregnant. I decided I wanted a baby. 
And so during mm. the pregnancy, my mom was there, you know, during, and this is the first time for me. So I'm a new mom. And, um, my mom was there, uh, up until Joey was born and then she left right Ooh, after. That's a lot of stuff being taken from you all at once. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is one of the big reasons I can really attest to watching that and being like, I'm never going to let that happen mm-hmm. to me. Like I'm never going to lose everything. The situation with the house and your mom. And yeah. That was a turning point for you to see that. And then it directly impacted you. Like, it mm-hmm. left you on an island to survive. Yeah. And I feel like that probably is what pressed you. It's like when you were saying you, you you needed the pressure from your pops. Mm-hmm. Well, life just literally just handed you that pressure. Yes. And I feel like if that's the turning point for your life, then, then God, like, that's a powerful message to find right. a positive from a negative. Well, I think the dope part about it is is even though it was traumatic having the loss of your dad, he was still working in your life. Mm-hmm. Even with him being gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to, to swallow going through that. Like, speak about that, like, losing a loved one and then, like, like finding that, like, positive of him being gone. I don't... For the I, longest time, there wasn't a positive. I mean, it was just like, okay, dad's not here no more. He ain't right. taking care of you. You know what I mean? Mom's gone. She ain't... There's no help there. She can't help you financially. You got to trust Nando at this point. Like, you got to trust that he's got you. You're having yeah. a baby. You know, which I chose to do to fill so this void. You kind of jumped with Nando. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. my jumping. Yeah. Like, and that how was did it. he respond? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. I'm that's not a lot of pressure. No, yeah. I'm dead serious. I'm for real. No, I'm yeah. That's a he, lot of pressure. Um, I thought he was responding. You know what I mean? So, so here we are. We got in trouble one more time right after my dad had passed. I was yeah. three months pregnant with Joey. And um, Nando was working at Pikes Peak Accurate at the time. He was a detailer. He was a car detailer there. I bought my car from there. <laughs> Me too. Lots of them. <laughs> um, I only got one car, y'all. Um, <laughs> that's smart. That's really smart. We'll talk about that in the financial one. Um, so he was working there and I had a truck. So I had, I had two trucks. I had a little um, S. Well, the first one that I had was a B10 a Mazda um, lowered. It said Agni and ecstasy on it. Yeah. It was like a dope little car. Yeah. And I, my dad, had um right you know i had a my first car was a honda and then i saw this car it was stick shift didn't even know how to drive stick shift i told my dad i wanted it he was helping me out with my credit he was giving me my lessons about credit and your name and he said look i'll co-sign for this car you just need to make sure you make the payments like your name is everything i'll help you out you know and so um i had this little dope ride and then had that for a while and then i got um, a chevy s10 and i lifted it and had 10 switches and like i was that girl i was (laughs) that girl like every like anything the boys could do i was gonna do it you know what i mean if you could do it i could do it and um so i had that and nando i guess saw some rims (laughs) At Pikes Peak Acura <laughs> that he thought would look real good on that truck. Oh, no. <laughs> and so um, him and his cousin went and, I guess, scoped out this ride. And he got, like, he got two of the tires off. And so he had to go back to get the other two. Oh, well, shit. So it wasn't at the dealership or it was? It was not my truck. My, the the uh, other the car rims. with the rims were at the dealership got that he worked it, at. That he worked at. All right. Now and I'll put the story those. together. And he needed those. And so. this is where you're to look out. Yes. Alright, keep so, going. So what and really that's not that way. So I had already been You're a gangster the- with switches and you're <laughs> stealing rims. I was Doing drugs and drinking. I just want y'all to know yes. to see the power of God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> power of God and transformation. Won't you know he do it? Thank you. Won't you do you know this? Stay between the sheets, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um and prayer and lots of lots yes, of prayer. Yes. Yeah. Um so, uh, you know, he got the two rooms off, whatever. <laughs> and then we were supposed to go fishing. Nando and I were supposed to go fishing. It was a Sunday afternoon. 
Okay. And you guys are. <laughs> that before y'all go fishing, this is y'all about to go pull not, this. I didn't, but that was not the plan. Like, that no, was not no, the plan. In his mind. In his mind, like yeah. on the way there, he's like, look, I'm just going to go over here. It's Sunday. Nobody's at the dealership. I'm going to get these Grab two em. things. And I was like, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so, and they, I already went through the scared straight program. I went to Canyon city. Yeah. They scared the shit out of me. I was like, okay, I cannot get in trouble no more. Like I gotta like <laughs> slow my roll. Right. Cause I'm go to Canyon city. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we pull up to the dealership. He's like, just stay in the, you know, just stay in the truck, just stay in the truck. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. And so he's over there trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm watching he's out. Taking he's taking the like, wheels off. He's right. taking the wheels off. And then <laughs> here comes the cops. <laughs> no. Right behind. Right away. Right How behind fast? you. How fast? Right behind the truck or right. Yeah. Well, right behind the car, wherever he was at, like it, they pulled up right behind him Damn. or you. He they, pulled behind him. They pulled behind him, and then yeah. he came up to my window and was like, "Oh shit, the cops!" And you should have seen this look in his eyes. He was going. He was contemplating leaving. Like he, running, running. Yeah, you Hell could yeah. see it. Like Hell he and he yeah. was like looking at what me. Do like, I do? do I leave I? her? Information, right? Mind you, I'm three months pregnant. Oh my gosh! I know oh, you were hot. Damn. So. But I'm this still getting the best. Right. So um, they were going to leave. They weren't going to charge me. The cops weren't going to even charge me, but um, ended up um, getting out of the car. They had already put, they separated us, you know, because yeah. that's what you do. You have to separate them so you can talk what's what's going on here. And so they put Nando in the back of the car and then they got me out of the car. And as I'm walking by the car, I'm like, don't say shit. Just like lock yeah. it down. Don't tell them shit. Yeah. And so then they put me just up against be, just the because damn. You said what? That. Just yeah, because you but they said didn't that. know. And then I told them I was I was pregnant. I was like, look, yeah. I'm, you know, be careful. I'm freaking pregnant. Um, and they were like, we don't give a shit. Da, 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 da. You know, they You're didn't. Criminal. They did not care. You're yeah. a criminal. So then I went to jail, and that's when I got my name Lulu. So <laughs> <laughs> that's when Lulu was birthed. That's that was where Lulu birth. was birthed. No, for those that don't know, Lulu is uh, Lulu Leah's um, alter ego. Yes. Yes. That's my she bad girl. Is, she's Lulu's a bad bitch. Now that I know Lulu <laughs> went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I um, my mom was super disappointed. You know what I mean? So my mom hadn't quite left at that point. That was she was still I was three months pregnant because she stayed through the pregnancy of Joy. Yeah. And yeah. she was super disappointed. She didn't need to go through that. You yeah. know, this is after your father passed. Just losing my dad. And she, you know, she wanted to keep me in jail. And my uncle was the one that was like, no, don't yeah. like don't do that to her. So it got me out. And after that, it was like, okay, like, you know, you have to go through the court system, community service, all the stuff, you know. Um, and I even remember that so much because 9-11 hit when I was doing community service mm -hmm. at a church. And, it, like, you know, the world stopped. Yeah. So really? I just remember that yeah. so much. Hey, but That's so funny. Yeah. I remember 9-11, too. Well, everybody does, I think. <coughs> oh you know, gosh. if you, I mean, you know exactly yeah. what you You want to know what's funny? Is I'm over here trying to sell Girl Scout cookies to get a scooter. And you over here trying to sell rims. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was in middle school yeah <laughs> yeah I was in middle school community service <laughs> all right all right let's so so then so so then did like bring it back right. yeah so yeah. um i at that point it was like yeah you got to do something you know and so that's when i got my ged i went through the court system got through all of that because they were trying to give me six months in jail like right. that's you know that they were trying to give me something and i was like oh, i'm pregnant right me. like right. and it was good that i was showing at that time because you know they felt bad for you oh yeah um and and nando did some jail time as well um i think he did like 30 days or something like that on work release yeah. um yeah he did because that's when i right after right when i had joey's when he had to turn himself in really Damn. yeah 
So Damn. what did that feel like? That well, his crazy. sister, um, Stacy, came yeah. out and she stayed with me to help me. Oh, shout out Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so sweet. she was there um, helping me out. And I mean, I think I didn't know then, but I was going through postpartum. I yes. was a new mom. My mom was gone. Your dad didn't know what the gone. hell right. I was doing with this new baby. You know, felt like my whole body had changed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I wasn't the petite little Leah that I was. And, and, and I was dealing with all that, you know, that mm-hmm. stuff. Um. But that's when we were in that. We were in Verde at that time when I had Joey. So that was a Verde apartment. So from Verde, we went to, which was moving on up to the Monopoly. Um, you guys know the little right. Monopoly townhomes that yeah. are right off of um, Hancock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? The ones that are all different colors. Yep. That yep. was moving up yep. then. Like from there, I was like, yeah, we're in yeah. one of those. We're yeah. in one of those townhomes. And so that's where Joey spent his first year kind of growing up. Um, I have a hard question for you. Mm-hmm. And through all of that change, just from the moment you... And Nando got into that situation. You're pregnant. And I know that you said prior to that you jumped with Nando. Mm-hmm. Was there any moments going through that where you were just like, I made a horrible decision. Like, I should not have, have chose this. Or were you still clear in your mind, like, this is what I want. This is what I'm fighting for. Yeah, I went hard. So I went, I went, I went hard. Like, you know, he proposed to me at Pismo Beach in California. When? Um, when was this? When? I was four months pregnant with Joey when he proposed and um i think maybe in his head that's what you just do right before you have a kid yeah that's i think right and, this, and this is right after you guys got caught kind of is that is that the a little bit later yeah yeah it was like later. maybe a month or so i want to say that yeah. i was four months because i remember i wasn't yeah. showing that much right. and yeah. um and he had proposed at pismo beach we were there and and he had it all planned out he had asked my mom um you know really and, yeah and and she said yes um i was pregnant what you know what right. is she gonna say right um no, you cannot. <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, I think that that in his head, that's probably just what you did. And in my head, do you say I do? You know, I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I was still on this, like, okay, I'm getting married. And we still had our, our fights, but we were really like settling down into, okay, we're going to do this family thing. Right. You know, right. we're going to do this family thing. And so I was like, let me get my GED. I need to find a different job. Like, I need to make more money, you know. Right. And so the money came into my mind. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. How do I make more money? Right. And um, so then I, I just, I would always throw myself into random applications and, you know, just to see if I could get a job. Right. Like, and I did. So there was this company called Wireless Retail um, that I put an application in. And they were like, well, you got to sell phones. Like, you know, we'll see how good you are. Well, I killed it. I walked in there, killed it, you know, and still Joey was in a carrier at this yeah. time. Um, started making good money. Nando was, um, I think he, I think I got him on board at one of the cell phone places too. Cause yeah. I was like, well, dang, if I can make this kind of money, right. he can make this kind of money. Then we're, you know, for yeah. our age, and I then think you were like, swapping shifts. Yeah. I think yes. you told me. Yeah. The yeah. So like, I mean, at my age, I think it was that at 20, at that point I had had Joey, I'm just making like thirty six thousand, and that was good. Back All right, then, so yeah. <clears throat> so if you listen to my podcast <laughs> now, now, now I'm gonna ask a question that kind of ties yeah. in between because you talked about a time where, like, he was. It was like one of the I don't know if it was the last time, but like one of the moments where you kind of caught him tripping up with another girl in the mall. Yeah, but that's when Joey's born. So no, no, no. So um, so we're we're going through this like, and I'm living life right. So then we decided to buy a home. 
And we, like, my our credits, was, we were working on our credit heavily. I was learning the credit game. I was learning how to get your credit score up and how do you, you know, pay things off and how do you get your score to come up. And so the goal was, okay, well, if we can get the score up this much and we could get some money together, Chaffa was available, first-time home buyer assistance. Yep. Um, I was like, we could buy a house, yeah. you know, so let's start looking for a house. And how exciting is that, yeah. you know? Right. So I, in my head, am living this. Uh, we're working. We are making yeah. good money. Yeah. Here's the next step. We talked right. about that with Chris. Here's what you do. This is yeah. the next step. We're yeah. going to buy a house. And I'm going to, I'm still thinking in my head, I'm trying to turn my life around. Like right. I'm, I'm trying to get this stuff together. And so we bought a house and in my head, everything was good. Right. You know? Right. And then, so I'm like four years passes. Okay. Four years passes. Um, we have our house, we buy it and I get pregnant with Isaiah cause I wanted another baby. Right. Mm. I, every four years I got that baby itch. You were just like, oh, I did yeah. every yeah. four years I got the itch. I just, I was like, Oh, I want another baby. And so I got pregnant with Isaiah. And at this time, um, the company wireless retail had expanded. They were doing so well and we were in the mall. Mm. So there was a kiosk in the mall that, you know, I was uh, managing at that point. Yeah. So I moved up from, you know, okay, I get the timeline now. Now yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah. Cause the other one was in a Walmart. We were yeah. like back and forth in a Walmart. And I remember one time, I remember one time bringing, um, Joey into the Walmart and, um, Nanda wasn't at his kiosk and, um, he was walking from like the, like some way, you know, coming towards me and he had food, um, in a bag. Yeah. And, uh, he came up and I was like, Hey babe, you know, I just showed up. I popped up. I, you know, surprised him. Uh huh. And, um, Hey, how's it going? Whatever. And he looked a little startled, whatever. But I was like, he had a big ass bag of food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell did you get? Like how, how much food did you get? And he was like, Oh, I, yeah, I got some from me, but some, this girl down the way, like, you know, I got her something. She had given me some money or something. I was like, I said, she gave you money or you pay for it. And right. He was like, Oh, I put it on the card. I was like, you you bought some other chick some lunch with my, like my, my shit, like my, shit, like my <laughs> card. Like, and I slapped the shit out of him in yeah. front of everybody. Damn. Um, right at the Walmart. And I left. This, this is a, cause uh, that just don't make no sense uh-uh. at all. <laughs> no, Yeah. no. Yeah. This little girl worked out like a smart cuts or something like that. But, um, that was that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just kind of like in his, he's like, no big deal. It was nothing, you know, yeah. she, yeah. so it was lunch, nothing that whatever. you anticipated. Cause in your brain, you're still like, I'm working, I'm moving, I'm getting my family. We're getting solid. Like you didn't have you, you, any thought yeah, process in you your mind all that these good things there was happening. some stuff going on God. out in front of your face. And that's, that's, that's a yucky that was that, that, that was like the first thing. And then I slapped him and it was just like, you know, what the hell's wrong with you? And he was just like, yeah, that was, that was stupid of me, you know? And that was it. Like yeah. I didn't pursue it. I didn't. Like that was that. Um, and then it was when I was pregnant with Isaiah. So working mm-hmm. in the kiosk, um, I'm there and there was this girl named Nanette and <laughs> she, I always remember her. I'll always remember well, number one, just because she was a black girl with these, she had color eyes, but she always wore these contacts different. And her hair was different colors every single day. Almost. She had different wigs and her nails were long as shit. Yeah. Like she was like, you know, but she was gangster. Did you know yeah. they were wigs? Uh, yeah, Dana, shut up. Yes, I knew they were wigs. I knew that. Yes. Um, well, I was even so I'm pregnant with Isaiah and I think I'm like three stupid. I think I'm like three or four months pregnant. And, um, she came up to me and I would get hit on even that, you know, I get hit on all the time over there and guys come up and Hey, what's up? Da da da. You know, I'm married. And, um, she came up to me and she said, you know, I really have a lot of respect for you. She says, you get hit on a lot. She says, and you don't ever like, she says, I see you like tell him you're married, whatever. And she says, but not your boy. And I was like, 
what? And I just kind of looked at her like, what? Like, what do you mean? And and the moment she said that, your stomach gut, dropped. Stomach drop. Everybody know that feeling. You know, God, that so is tough. feeling this, sucks. Yeah, like this ugliness in my stomach. And because you're pregnant again, right? And I'm I don't pregnant. like that, but you pregnant. think you know this person, and then well, it's just like every time you feel like you gain trust, and then you lose it again. Like yeah. You, like it's it's like before a fight. It's like why right now? It's like, adrenaline like, and nastiness. Yeah, it's a whole like, bunch. So mm-hmm. what what was your what what did you do right after she told you that? Was it instant? You were on him? Like I said, who? I said yeah. who? Who? And he said, oh, uh, she says, oh, girl in demo. She worked at the demo. Remember the the yes. yeah. So um, he she said, you're a little Filipino girl. Um, she got big old boobs and long hair, and that's not those type. You know what I mean? Like uh, long hair, yeah. big boobs, whatever. Um. And so I was like, I'm gonna go look for her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> so we're gonna I, get this understood. So real I went quick. and I looked yeah. for her. She wasn't working, and I called him right away. You know, la 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 la. Going he's off. Like, there, you're tripping. I don't know who told yeah, you he's, what. He's blah blah blah. blah the defense game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, I uh, chalked it up as that. I went home, and he was just like, Yes, he said he got her number. He said, Yeah, I got her number. He says, But that was it. How are you gonna get somebody's number and What's never the use point? it? Right, like come on, like we, we, you know, and he's like, ah, oh, it's just we, that's just what you do. Like we, just, I just want to see if I can get the number, or whatever, blah blah. I don't know if that's true. I mean, it is. It's the chase that you, we described earlier, and maybe he just was, you know, whatever. But right, so um, somebody's ego was getting stroked. Oh, but yeah, well, when you stroke the ego, you see like, oh, I could do this, and mm-hmm. you kind of want to. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I finally caught her in coming to work. Yeah, this is the funniest part of the story. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Um, because for the Bro, next, Whitney, check this out. For no, the is. next week, like I stirred on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, this don't feel right. And Juanita, um, at that time had said, you know, I want to invite you to church. Like Leah, don't like, cause I was like, nah, mom, nah, 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 you know what I mean? And she said, Leah, like, just chill, just yeah. chill. Like you gotta just like, you're, you, you're, you're pregnant. You have mm-hmm. kids, you have a home. Like you just like stop. And, um, she invited me to church and I was like, I ain't going to church. You know, he need to go to church. Like right. I'm not, you know, right. that's not. Yeah. And, um, my favorite line, but I just kind of was like, you know, maybe I'll check it out a few times. And I had, I went and whatever, but, um, I feel, uh, so I, so I'm, I'm there at, and I see her come this in. This takes and, you back emotionally to that same feeling yeah. in some way. Cause yeah. I can see you still going through your, your process and those same feelings of when mm-hmm. you pressed her. Yeah. Like that damn day. You know what I'm so saying? So the first the first time that I pressed her when I I came to her as a woman, I mean this girl was young. Yeah. Nanda was twenty five and she was young. Yeah. Okay. So inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um and and I still, you know, I was older than her too, and that's yeah. that's a case. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I came to her, I said, "Look, but that's his fault, not yours." But you yeah. know, mm-hmm. the, here here I'm coming to you straight up. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at you eye to eye. Um, tell me what's up. Just tell me what's yeah. up. I'm pregnant. I don't need to be, you know, like I, I need to know. And her story was, he got my number. He never called me. Da, 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 da. And I was like, okay, so they got the same story. Mm-hmm. And for the next week, it just like, That's something's a little not convenient. right. Just nothing's right. Well. Nothing's right. You know? And I prayed on it. I remember being in my bathroom, looking in the mirror and praying, God, whatever it is that needs to be resolved like let it come to like let it let it i'm asking you for you to step in and let it like because there's i I just feel this in my gut Mm -hmm. and so i remember being at work and i saw her from the corner of my eye come in um from the food court area Mm -hmm. and she came in and i stopped her she was coming up that way and i says you and i need to talk and that's when i pressed her hard yeah and i got in her face and um basically told her i was gonna beat her ass like you know i told her nando told me everything and so now i know you lied Mm -hmm. 
And so you have one more opportunity before I whoop your ass yeah. to tell me the truth. And she let it out. You know, yes, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. You know, he he's this. He came. He comes yeah. over and sees me. Blah blah blah. So um, I call Nando again. I shut down the whole. I shut down the shop. Um, right. I'm I I can't like I, there's no way I can't be there. And um, I told him you need to get your ass home like right yeah. now. He was working. I had already made him quit that job. I had made him quit. Good because I was like, you need to get the hell out of here. You don't need to be in here. Like you need to go find another job. Whatever. Um, so I don't remember if he was in the process of looking or if he was, you know, in the other job, but I said like, you need to get your ass home now. And he said, well, I'm calling the pastor. I said, what do you mean you need to call the pastor for right. what? Protection? Like, yeah. So he wanted to call the pastor and I was like, I don't want you to call the pastor. Like you just, we, you and I need to sit down and talk. And, um, I remember driving and, um, he said, do you have a cigarette? And I was like, yes, I have a cigarette. And he was like, well, I'm, I'm going to need one. And right when he said that, I knew like something was up, you know. And I was praying and I was like, God, I need you more now than ever because like, I don't know if what's, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen, you right. know. And um, God just said, you need to hear your husband out. Like you just need to sit and be still and you need to let him speak. Which that is so important because not a lot of people, men or women that go through that, know how to be still in the moment when something like that happens. Yeah. yeah. And I want to ask you because I've been, how do you? every woman, I think every person in here has probably dealt with cheating before, but it's, it's, I thought that I was going to get a, a level of clarity in speaking to the other person. And I didn't get clarity in that. I got no, the clarity no. in the conversation with my significant other, but I feel like, I feel like majority of women, we press that woman, you know, thinking that we're going to hear something, but at as the same they, time, as, they, as it's going to change anything or yeah. it's going to be a solution. You know what I mean? Well, it was I, almost, I feel like lot. it's like a self-hurt thing. Like, it is. It is 100%. Ugh. And I can speak a lot on that because for the next two years, what I did was I, I threw myself in all of that. Mm -hmm. Like I threw myself in the details. I want to yeah. know the details. Yes. I want to know yes. when, where, why. Yes. Because what happened was so I'm on the way there and God said he's got to tell you a lot and I need you to be prepared for it Ooh. and I was like what are you like I'm having a full-blown conversation with God like what do you mean a lot like what you know like this is not the first time yeah. like this yeah. is you know um and he said you just uh, you know and I said you're gonna have to give me strength through this and so I get home and he's there and he's at the table and I sit down and I put my hands down on the table and I looked at him and I says okay so and the, the past and the pastor was there. No, not yet. No, no. Okay. I was trying to get my ass there before yeah. the pastor got there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we talking before he gets yeah, in here. Like, I really was. I was like really trying to get there before the pastor. So I was zooming home, and um, and I looked at him and I said, um, and I told him what God had spoke to me, and I said, look, um, I prayed about this. I says, and and God says that you got a heavy heart, that you got a lot of stuff that you need to like set down on the table. I says, so I'm gonna shut up. And I'm going to give you this opportunity to tell me how many times yeah. this has been happening, how long it's been going on. And he stood quiet and he just, he was pale as shit just. And um, he said it wasn't the first time. And he said that um, he couldn't remember how many. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there yeah, and okay. I'm praying as he's speaking and I'm praying as he's speaking and I feel sick to my stomach and I start going off, you know, yeah. just, that's it. Like I just, the, you, how could you, you know what I mean? Like I just, this. Cause you're married. Yeah. You're, you're pregnant with another kid. Mm -hmm. You guys have been down this road before. 
Well, we hadn't while we were married. You know oh, what I mean? Like okay, it, it okay. had never. Well, and I feel like it's always that worse I knew when of. you know it's multiple times. When you know it's multiple times, and that's again those it's finer ongoing, details. Right. Yeah. Um, for somebody who can just have that one instant affair, you know, or cheating or stripper mm-hmm. or whatever we're talking about, that's different. When you're repeating back with the same person, you, you have a have one. I don't know. You have an emotional connection with that person. You're going back to that person yeah. for a reason. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's not just a spur of the moment. You live in another life. If yeah, you live in another life. That's tough. That's the deceit. And I feel like um. So you, the pastor shows up and everything, and, and the pastor doesn't know what to say because I'm going off Ugh. at the mouth. Like, I did not yeah. care he was there. You know what I mean? And so basically what was happening, he, he said, well, what do you want to do? The pastor just said, like, what do you, so what do you want to do? You know? And I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. I want to leave. And, you know, Juanita showed up. Carlos showed up. Mm-hmm. They had been down the same road. And so they were there to kind of help us. And um, I love that you guys brought in another couple that went through – Mm-hmm. the same thing yeah and we so well, it's like they were the tribe was coming yeah. together you know what i mean they were they were really 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 trying to come together for us to save the marriage and um without that and without god there would have been no way yeah. there would just would have been no so, way so last one we ended off <laughs> on talking about getting beat this one we talk, <laughs> we gonna end off Leah's over here fussing with the past in the room, yelling at Nando until part three. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, we're already moving into part yeah. three right here. Yeah. I mean, it is like I, 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 if I can sum up, you know, some of just what happened there was we threw ourselves into the church mm-hmm. and um, we got marriage counseling through the church. Um, but I was, I was mean, mean. Yeah, mean. I think this is gonna lead to a great third episode of 100%. your story because I think like. Like, well, one, like, thank you for being so honest. And I think we talked about it on my podcast Mm -hmm. that, like, people need the real, raw, and authentic type of conversations because respectfully, Leah, you are viewed in such a light and people don't even know, like, yo, she used to do this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She used to be this. She used to go through this. And to see that transformation is just a testament to, you know, all the possibilities that somebody going through those same type of situations that they can transform their life too. So like, I appreciate your transparency and like your honesty. Um, But the third story I think will be really powerful to then turn the corner. You know what I mean? Because I I think we're kind of caught up um, you going through all, all of that and then, um, mm-hmm. then picking up like photography business mm-hmm. and then like, honestly, like between me and you, I didn't know about all the domestic shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so like, I would be curious of how you guys got through that type of stuff. Um, and then like your spirituality, like, like, like when was that really born? So mm. there's a lot of things that we got to piece together for like, yeah, you know, 100%. A, a, a true yeah. third story. Whitney, what you got for us before we, <laughs> we wrap up? I always like to throw you in. Why you gotta throw me in? Because you're my favorite. Throw me in about what? I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm Le- thankful that Leah hey, shared Chris, her story. edit that. <laughs> edit that right there, I'm that th- moment. I'm thankful that Leah shared her story. I'm thankful because, you know, just as a woman going through similar things, it's nice to hear that you can come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that's one of the things that I love and respect so much about you and Nando's relationship is right. you guys actively choose each other. And all day. y'all ladies back up off Nando. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he's a change every, man. But, but you, you go through it. You go through struggles. I you got go you, through, you know, you go through stuff and I love that you guys actively choose to love each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a great it, word. You see it in your business. You see it in your day to day. You see it in your children. You, you see it in all aspects of your life. And yeah. I think it's beautiful. 
You guys, you guys choose it. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, it is and a choice. Love is a choice. Yes. Yeah. It's not, it's not butterflies and no. rainbows. And when I first was introduced to you and Nando, like Nando helped you with your business. So yes. I, I thought he was a partner. I didn't even know like hit the dynamic, you know what I'm saying? So like there was such an evolution, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. years later from where we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Cause <clears> I mean, that was just to put it in perspective. When we come back, that was 2003. Right. Wow. When, when that hit the fan. Yeah. 2003. And then look at everything that happened after that when you took that turn together. Yeah, and that, that, I think that, that, that's like, that's the real well, he curiosity. Left me. <laughs> so well, we'll get there too. He I left mean, me. Yeah, yeah we'll, <clears throat> we'll get when there. When you're going through growing pains like that, there's yeah. you get off track a little bit. Well, and I think that's one of the things that people ask me a lot of times is when they are going through relationships, well, you got through it. So, you know, if they have, you know, turmoil or, and, and that's very true, people can, you can get through it. Yes. But you have to have two willing parties. Mm. You can't have just to have two person. willing parties. Wow. You know, so. That's powerful. Yeah. I love the ending. You got a um a quote or a verse for us? <laughs> Are you really doing that? Like is <laughs> You you guys were supposed to have one for me. Chris, you got the computer, bro. Here's my here's my here's my Alright, all right, hit us. Thirty-one twenty-five, right here. All right, yes. look, look it up, Chris. What you got for us? Proverbs thirty-one twenty-five. Thirty-one twenty-five says that she is fearlessly and wonderfully made. Yes, she is. Mm. Yes, she is. Okay. I agree with that 100%. Well, we, can, we can end there. I, yeah. res- I respect that. Yeah. That's a good quote. I mean, it is. You know, that's, that's what it Because says. she is fearlessly. And, and wonderfully made. And wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Regardless. That no matter that. God, that's a beautiful one. Mm-hmm. I can accept that. I'm glad that you ended on that one. Yeah. Sweet. It's beautiful. All right, guys. Thank you. Until hey. next time. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, to we play the ah, We got to fake it. I'm telling y'all to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? Oh, Get it? Oh, 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 o